Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Off The Real. I'm Michael. I'm Patrick. And I'm always last. I'm RJ. What the fuck? Uh, you should yeah. be like second build. Yeah, that's fucked up. Do, do you want to do it again? You want to record the fucking opening? Yeah, let's do it. All right. One more time. I'll, I'll try Welcome. To this this is Off The Real. I'm Patrick. Oh, hell no. I pay for this shit. <laughs> I'm RJ. I'm <laughs> wow. <laughs> you got go, to do it. You got to finish it. I got butt Finish fucked. It. Finish it. I'm Patrick. And I'm Michael. And I'm RJ. Oh, and you're still last. Yeah. Bitch. I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> I'm going to run back in time and change the order. Oh, oh okay. speaking of running back in time. Back to the Future with Eric Stoltz. Yeah, I love Eric Stoltz. Stoltz in that motion picture. This is great. So I, we're, or I guess we're going to jump into The Flash. The Flash, the Fliggity Flash. Oh, Jesus let's Christ. Rush. I literally <laughs> just Patrick got back from watching it. just picked up the whole bottle of Burnett's coconut and put it in, oh, his, in his mouth. I can smell it. That's viciously <laughs> disgusting. Patrick's going to get a little silly. 2023, directed by Andy Massachusetts. What's his name? Andy Muschietti. Andy Muschietti. <laughs> Andy Muschietti. His direct follow-up to the masterpiece that is It Chapter 2. It Number okay. 2. Okay, I literally just got out of watching The Flash. You guys watched it last night, so what did what did you guys think about it? Um, Ezra Miller puts a baby in a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> the, okay, that scene in particular I want to talk about because the, the CGI, really good. The CGI was horrendous. But it's amazing otherwise. It's the best scene in the movie. I disagree. What's the best scene in the movie? Uh, I like the final scene with him and his mom. That's actually, yeah. Oh, my we, God. That we almost brought a little, a little tear to me. We eye. were still drunk. And, but, <laughs> yeah, we were pretty drunk. But I, I cried during that yeah, scene. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was it. Was it was very touching. I don't know. My, I don't know. I love all the Batman stuff. Like yeah. I knew going in, I'd love all the Batman stuff. But I love because if you've listened to an evening with Kevin Smith, I know. Uh, I knew you were gonna freak I, out I, when I, that I, popped I, up. <laughs> you're like, I don't want to see this movie. I was like, there's literally something in this movie that you're gonna freak out over. Yeah. They have the Nicolas Cage Superman, and it shows him fighting a giant spider. They which did it. It, yeah, they finally did <laughs> finally it. Finally, fucking got it. They did it. One which of the in, funniest stories. I might splice it in here. For right. Could listen. No. Well, it's a five-minute story because it's funny. It's, it's longer not, than five minutes. Oh, okay. That's a whole. In, fucking in whole short, podcast. in short, yeah. Kevin Smith was originally on to write the uh, Superman whatever returns with Nicolas Cage, uh-huh. and he went to Jeremy. Was it Jeremy Bruckheimer? No, I, I can't remember what his name is, but he used to be a. Um, he did Batman Forever. A producer. Um, a you producer guys keep dude. speaking. I'll look him up. It's not that big of a deal. I give a fuck. Keep speaking while I look it up. I don't know what to say. Oh my god. Anyway, he goes to this guy's house that we'll have his name in a minute. And um he's like telling him what he wants in Superman. And he's like, in the third act, I want Superman to fight a giant spider. And Kevin Smith is like, why? He's like, Do you know anything about spiders? They're the most fierce <laughs> insect in the animal kingdom. John Peters. John Peters, that's right. So and obviously that movie never got made. What? I'm nothing. I was just saying that was worth it. Oh. Obviously, that movie never got made, but in this movie, it's showing made. like the different, yeah. the different like universes of Superman and Batman, and one of them is Nicolas Cage. It's a CGI, of course, yeah, but it's funny. Nicolas Cage it's as Superman, and he's fighting a huge ass spider. I don't. It doesn't even look like they they asked him permission. They just. <laughs> what if Nicolas Cage wanted to be in this movie? But Nicolas Cage has played Superman in other DC projects. Has he really? Yeah, what, the Teen what? Titans Go. Is that true? That's true. I don't know. What I swear. The fuck? That's true. Who played Batman in that? Um, I don't know. You, I thought you were an expert. Diedrich Bader? Was it the dude from Good. the Drew Carey show? Uh, Drew Carey? No. Don't touch uh, it. 
Don't touch it. I gotta be touching shit. You're making shit. strange noises for the listeners. All right, wow. fine. Wow, fine, Patrick, wow, fine, fuck. And you're still fucking Nazi. touching it. Yeah, stop touching it. I was trying to adjust it so it's in the, the proper spacing. <laughs> All right, yeah. so the flesh. The flesh. It was the best movie of the year so far. Not oh, not at all. I was so happy from beginning to end. Someone told me I was laughing very loud. Yeah. And people were looking at me. I was also laughing really loud. You were laughing a lot at inappropriate times. Like what? When he ran for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> It turned into it a little like CGI. Got, yeah. <laughs> the CGI in that movie looked horrible. I liked it, though. His little fucking... Yeah. His run when he's the Flash is so stupid. It, it, does it really is. Weird. I did love the scene, though, when he loses his power. Spoiler alert. We spoil everything, so it don't matter. Yeah. But when he loses his power, about and, he, a movie without and he starts yeah. doing the run, but he's not running fast, but he's still doing yeah, this like stupid the little pose. Yeah. Run. He looks better than he did in like Justice League, I will say. I've, I don't remember His Justice run in League Justice League was pretty bad. I, I will say overall, I enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought the main, the plot with his like his parents stuff like that was really good. They spent way too long. The movie was way too long, and they spent too yeah. much. They put way too much. They put way too much like emphasis on the wrong plot. Uh-huh. They built this huge plot. They introduced mm-hmm. a brand new Supergirl character who was oh, awesome. Okay. They introduced a big bad guy. They put way too much emphasis on like the second Barry. And then in the end, oh, none no, of it mattered. I thought the second Barry was important. It was important, but they put yeah. way too much into it. I think I think what what, that what was you're the plot though. What you're trying to get at is that they they set up this whole new kind of Maybe universe. The I peed and then it didn't matter. Yeah, and then and then they because at the end of it, it's like oh well they're gonna die anyway. This world's gonna die because yeah, we can't kill. I guess that's kind of the point. Yeah. I kind of get it. I, I don't know. I mean, like I see what you mean, and I do kind I of. I do like the Barry two. The Barry two was very important to the plot. Yeah, the Barry two. Yeah. But I don't know. Like the, to me, they kind of went like. When he saves his parents, they go back mm-hmm. once, and he sees his parents, and they yeah. never show them again. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, but, they could have maybe spent a little bit more time with the parents. Yeah, like, we never go back there. What if his dad's Batman? That would have been dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't been. know. That that just really bugged me. Like, I was like, they're put, this movie's so long, and it felt long. Yeah. And they're putting it, it all into the wrong me, But I was pretty drunk. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was having a blast. That was, like, the first movie in a long time where I was, I was in it. I was zoned I in. I been drunk. Yeah, I dude. was riding it, dude. And then, and there was a lot of jokes, which it wasn't too much. Like it was funny, but it, I don't know. Uh, the the humor in this one didn't bother me too much because it never comes at the the, the expense the expense of yeah. They always knew when to hammer it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even they some, doing Marvel bullshit. Even sometimes there's like there's some bit that uh that the second that like young Barry does like some goofy remark that he makes after after first Barry gets like re re sucks up some powers and he's, mm-hmm. they think he's dying. I don't remember what the fucking line is. This isn't very interesting. I don't remember either. But (laughs) it's like it's some joke. You know what I'm talking about, right? But but he's still like the way he says it. It's supposed to get a laugh. It's just his character. Yeah, Yeah. he's just kind of an asshole, and it it works as like a a character beat. That's it's very James Gunn. I feel like this is another movie, much like Spider Man, No Way Home, and Jurassic Park Dominion. Ghostbusters Afterlife, where it relied it relied heavily on nostalgia. Because they were like, look, it's Michael Keaton yeah. as Batman. Think, look, it's George Clooney as yeah, Batman. They could have went like, the other way where it was like uh, Bruce Wayne's dad. And that probably yeah. would have made the movie better. But mm-hmm. I did like the Michael Keaton. I mean, I loved the nostalgia. Oh, yeah. It worked on me. I loved seeing Michael Keaton as that character. I love again. how this, like, the scene where they find the Batcave and the score is like the regular the Flash movie score. And then as they like slowly turn on the lights on it, slowly fades yeah. into the Hans Zimmer. Like old school. Like shit like that. I've never seen I love that the Batmobile cover had like bat shit all over it. That's awesome. That's really funny, yeah. I 
I thought it was fun. I had a good time. It was surpri- I was surprised at how fucking demented it is. Yeah, it was really crazy. Where they're throwing babies out the window. <laughs> I love that. that. Hard boiled style, you know. <laughs> and they're fucking. You were miserable going into it. Yeah, I was like, God damn it! Why did I agree to go? But to they this pulled you movie? in the first five minutes with yeah. the baby. Yeah, the, the, I, I did love seeing like badly CGI babies yeah, like falling to their death. I, I don't think I've la- I haven't laughed since Scream Six. At, in the movie theater as hard as you I did. The when, only, me and you were the only people yeah, laughing at when, the babies flying out the window. Not, not only do the ba- the babies flying out the window, the woman like like skidding and running down the... <laughs> and the, the launches it. And she launches the baby out the window <laughs> and then leaps after it. <laughs> and even like the corny joke at the end, I found it funny where he catches them on. He's like, you should probably seek therapy. Yeah. I thought that was funny. These situations, it's really important to talk to yeah. somebody. <laughs> Unfortunately, the Justice League sucks at that at this time. Yeah, that, <laughs> like, normally, good. like the corniest jokes at the end, like little singers suck. Yeah, yeah. that was good. I did love at the end of it. Like he, th- he's like he said everything back. He killed, re-killed his mother, uh, all that, and he's back in the real world. And he's like talking to Bruce Wayne. And I noticed, I was like, okay, the voice is different. It's probably gonna be Michael Keaton <laughs> as that his world's Bruce yeah. Wayne. And then it's like they're building it up, so you know it's not Affleck. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay, there, it's stupid. It's gonna be Michael Keaton. And we get it. And then fucking George Clooney walks out. I was like, oh, awesome. they went there. Yeah, he's wearing a suit, but his nipples are exposed. It's really <laughs> hard. Well, there's George Clooney. You have to have the bat nipples. How about yeah. the opening title drop? That went pretty hard. Yeah, when it like teased you. Yeah, it was about to come up the Flash. It's like, oh my god, are you the Flash? And he stops and it just disappears. Yeah. <laughs> That got me pretty hyped, and then, pretty they, and then it, when it hit the second time, I was like, "Yeah, let's yeah, go!" I liked the the camera was actually like I something that bothers me in the Marvel movies is how fucking stagnant and like ugly. Yeah, Yeah, it's not. They're not movies. At least they shot this for better or for worse, like a fucking movie. It was all CGI, but it was shot like a real movie. Yeah, I hated the CGI. The CGI looked so bad. It didn't bother me after a while. It looked like very like cartoony yeah. like Looney Tunes but I like, like the that. babies look like aliens when they yeah. fall yeah. but the, the director said it was on purpose bullshit he's That's fucking lying you don't believe it no he said he wanted things to look strange in the speed force cool but like why even, do the babies but look even like things shit? that aren't in the speed force like the man like of steel the babies? stuff like the babies were not in the speed force yeah they were when oh, he was in weren't. slow-mo it was all slow-mo no the I, oh, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I see what you... I see, but... That's I a, still think that's a cop-out. They yeah, don't look maybe. like real babies. Huh? They don't even look like babies. Yeah, they did. They babies look, are fucking ugly. Yeah. Have but, you ever seen a real, like, new... Like, a truly new If I saw babies... Like, they old baby, they look like... Be like, look at my baby. It's so cute. Like, yeah. Your baby looks like a demon, dude. <laughs> I put those shits in the microwave, too. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> the little ding at the end. the baby. <laughs> it made no sense. He heated up a burrito. That annoyed me. He put a burrito Ooh. in the microwave. The microwave was falling out of a window. It was not plugged in. That's okay. It showed the plug Wait, flapping he, in the wind. He controls electricity. <laughs> when he touched it, electricity went into it. It turned it on. That's not a plot hole. If you know your DC comic book lore like me. I don't. I don't. I was whispering. It's like him being able to walk through walls and stuff. I was like, so when can that happen? Oh, that's been a thing forever. Yeah. I hated that. I, I thought didn't that like really I stupid. loved it. I thought it was dumb. Oh, the shot where it actually shows like their molecules like going over the like whenever they walk through the door for the first it really time. Really emphasizes how stupid it is. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I think my main beef of that movie is that I loved I thought she was such a badass, the new supergirl character, and mm-hmm. then she was barely in it. Yeah. Yeah, well that's the fl- if that's the flashpoint story. They probably did build her up. I peed 42 times when I watched this. <laughs> yeah, she, I think, was, she was really cool. And I think she when was. they showed her backstory, yeah. I had to go pee, so I missed it. Oh, that, that Burnett's is gross. It's really gross. They yeah. ruined my Coke last night. Oh. Yeah, you fucked that up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to 
put the lime in the so, coconut. What else did I like? I liked everything about this movie. I thought you loved the movie. Yeah, I loved it. The scene, I remember there was a scene where after they get done with the hospital in the beginning, it's like Batman and Wonder Woman are there. And then Batman says, I can't say thank you because my ego is too... Whatever. And then yeah. Patrick goes, oh, no, they're trying to make a funny joke, like like a Marvel-ass, like, corny joke. But then it shows, like, the, the lasso of truth yeah, on yeah. his hand. And you went, oh, uh, that's okay, pretty yeah, good. I can take that. Yeah, I can take that. <laughs> I love lasso of And then Barry touches it. And he's yeah. like, I've heard of sex, but I've never... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's yeah. like, I meant it in a metaphorical way. <laughs> I was talking about gothic, like, art. I can't talk my way out of this, can I? And Bruce Wayne just like, let it go, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love when Zack Snyder's just like, they have the line, they're like digging up Superman's body. And then they, they're like, him and Cyborg are looking at one of them and they're like, do you think she's into younger guys? And they're just like, she's 9,000 year years old, Barry. She has to be into younger guys. <laughs> I was surprised to see Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, RJ gasped. I guess. I, I kind of did too. I was like, <gasps> yeah, but she was, spoiler alert, she was in Shazam too. What? Oh, yeah, oh, she was in Shazam too. I tried yeah. to erase that movie from my memory. Yeah, I, don't I, was, I was shocked when she showed up in that too. Yeah. I was utterly shocked. You were. Because you were... if you, Patrick, if you're caught at the end of Shazam 1, uh-huh. I don't. they tease Superman the whole it. movie. And then Superman goes to lunch with one of the little boys, uh-huh. but they can't. They don't show his face. They just show like his suit, and they're like, "Oh, it's Superman!" But they never show his face. It's yeah, really yeah, gay. Yeah, yeah. So in the Shazam two, they they hint that Wonder Woman's in the movie, but they only show like her chest down. Yeah. So you're like, "Oh, they're fucking doing it. They're cheaping out." And then it has like a reveal, like "What?" And it shows her face. That's the best part of the movie. I love how they the they, they cut into the music too. Right when I showed it, it was like, "Ah!" Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, I thought about. You. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> when they showed that, the, I, I love that. <laughs> in the Snyder cut of Justice like every time Hi. Wonder Woman is on screen you just hear like the chanting of <laughs> that, when, it, when it happened in the flash I literally though. thought about you I was like Ooh, Michael's gonna love that <laughs> I, as much as I don't love uh, a lot of these superhero movies I will say the, the Wonder Woman theme song I don't know <laughs> With the drums in the background, doom, 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 doom. it goes hard as yeah, fuck. It's so fucking good. It's pretty much the the only like notable this soundtrack is great to listen score to for y'all. Sure. <laughs> really score from like the last ten years, besides like Mad Max Fury Road, right? Yeah. Or like Pacific Rim. That's Junkie XL. That's true. The whole DC universe has very recognizable songs and reusing of scores. I loved all the Batman music in this movie. Did you guys know that Pacific Rim's ten years old? Yeah, that makes sense. Jesus. I watched it when I graduated high school. High school. I want to die. <laughs> yeah, that could be yeah, like in Wonder Woman 84, they reuse a beautiful lie from Batman vs. Superman. Oh, yeah. I really know what you mean. <laughs> I, was, I was whispering facts to you the whole time. <laughs> my sister said, you were talking during the whole movie. <laughs> I don't remember that. I, I remember talking a little bit because they, they established that the Zack Snyder Justice League is more canon than the Joss Whedon mm. Justice League and the Flash. Well, don't, don't look at me like that. Can, yeah, I'm gonna. Do you want me? Like to, do you want me to? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. It? Go ahead. This is a podcast. There should be educational so, elements. So he says when there, he's with um, Iris. He says, "Oh, I got to talk about Iris too." Um, so he talks about Iris and he says, "I saw you. I saw you. I thought I no." She says to him, "I'm sorry. I'm freaking out." She says to him. <laughs> I thought I saw you a couple months ago. And if you recall in the Zack Snyder's Justice League, he stops a hot dog from flying into her mouth after she gets in a traumatic car accident with an 18-wheeler. Oh that's beautiful. That's not like something Joss Whedon would do, though. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, yes. but it's Zack Snyder did it. Yeah. <laughs> She's not even in the Joss Whedon cut because he hates black people. She's really... He does not hate black yeah, he people. Cut out Ray, F- Ray Park, Ray Fisher, Ray... 
Parker. Yeah, they didn't show his face in this movie. I was like, that's fucked up. Because <laughs> he like sued Warner Brothers. Did he really? Yeah. Why? Saying they're racist. Oh, Jesus. But then they were like, we didn't find anything. Yeah. Warner Brothers investigated themselves and they said, no. good news, guys. We're not no, racist. Yeah. <laughs> we got some good news for you. <laughs> her, what was her name? Iris? Iris. Her character is so poorly written. She's so boring. Yeah. She, is she in this movie? Yeah. yeah. Where, who is she? She's, I, the, she's the reporter. You know how much she, how much she gets to oh, work her. with? Yeah. She has to read every line in a monotone because she has yeah. no character. She's type. better than in the CW version. Do you know anything about the CW Flash? No. So her, her character, you know, Barry, it's like the same Barry. His, like, mom dies. His dad's in prison. So he gets adopted by her father. Oh, when he's no. Like, when he's, like, 10 years old and they live in a house together, they're basically brother and sister. Oh, and, no. And they fall in love. Oh. It's an incest storyline. What the fuck? That sounds way better. <laughs> <laughs> I'd much rather watch that the movie. CW Flash is a fucked up world. I'd dude. rather watch the superhero incest movie yeah, that I never actually- knew I wanted. <laughs> dude, that's another pet peeve I had in this movie. Was like he has this like coming to Jesus moment where he realizes, oh, I can't save anybody. I can't change anything. Mm-hmm. It'll destroy the multiverse. No, the so he goes thing. back well. to take the can of tomatoes out of his mother's buggy yeah. and then at the exact same time he's like oh wait i can change this and save my get my dad out of prison yeah. he learned nothing well no because it did change the present because george clooney's I, that's what i'm saying it still fucked yeah, something up anything. but it's not that big of a deal the lesson learned well, was for not yeah well okay i do agree with mike yeah. that's that is that no, is i was the, thinking about the, that that's bullshit. The, the lesson is to let go of the past it's not to not yeah, save somebody. The, but then it's the, isn't the whole point of the movie you can't change the past because if you change the past then it fucks it up the future. It doesn't say you can't change the past. It says you have to. Let Bruce go Wayne of the legitimately past. says that in the but movie. But he didn't let go of the past. He still went. He to still save saved the day. No, he just changed one little thing. He, that, he, he, he changed. changed no, but he changed that. a substantial thing by getting the extra thing of soup. Okay, fair enough. Technically, he changed more. He moved more stuff, saving <laughs> his dad. Yeah, he moved so uh, much more oh, shit. shit. He did. He moved more items. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, because he moved the he didn't tomato change juice. He just changed he, his dad, the angle of his dad's head. Because he moved all that, <laughs> Bruce Wayne never got inseminated. Bruce Wayne's mom never got inseminated. Oh, no. Batman versus Superman Ultimate Edition never happened. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You motherfucker. That's Grandma's the best movie ever Aunt made. Grandma's piss or whatever it is yeah. never happened. Aunt Jenny's. <laughs> Hot Aunt Jenny's hot juice. piss. Did y'all watch the after credit scene? Yeah, it was really dumb. It was. I, I thought it was going to be a twist where he was an Aquaman and he just drowns in the ditch. I thought that would have been really funny. <laughs> it's like split all over or glass all over again. I still thought it was really funny that he was just sitting face down in a puddle. Yeah, I was like, like, I'm going to sleep here. Yeah, yeah. I if he just drowns. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was dumb though. I looked at it like right when the... the worst post credit scene right, I've ever right seen. Right when the credits That's hit. not true. Right when the credits hit, I Googled like, is there an after credit scene? And there was all these things. It was like... The flash after credit scene explained in detail, and I was like, "Oh, it's going to be something." What is there to explain? And I was like, "It's going to be something big," and then so, it happened. I'm like, "What is there to explain?" Wait, so the Aquaman two is coming out. Yeah. So is that going to be without ever following? Uh, so was it setting up Aquaman two? Maybe. Is he going to be like a, a character drunk? reset? Yeah, is he going to be like a drunk weirdo? That's actually that's a fun idea for yeah. like. Have you seen? Have you the, seen like screenshots of Aquaman too? They probably had to have some too because they completely removed thought. Amber Heard from it. They said they're gonna do an Good. Eldritch Horror movie. <gasps> Are you serious? That's what they said. Are you serious? I'm googling that. You guys said. keep up the conversation while I'm on my phone. <laughs> so, was there anything else I want to say about the Flashy Flash? It was a good movie. I think I think it's like one of those movies where everybody will like it if you watch it. Not true. You don't I'm, think so? I mean, I kind of wouldn't like it. it. 
Have you seen the Letterboxd review? Yeah, but those people are fucking gay lords, dude. Jesus Christ. I hate them. That's, yeah. Someone gave it once, one and a half. Stuff his glasses, and there's more glasses yeah, underneath. That's hilarious. That's so funny. Yeah, that joke his, hasn't been done before. His bike says your head here on it. No, his boot said that, actually. It's, it's ah. Wow. I watched oh. it once. Now I've seen men. it a lot. Now that we, we have, have become hair. Now that we're men. All right, all right, so we did The Flash. We didn't talk about Spider-Man. We could talk about that oh, right Oh, yeah, the, 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 the Beyond the Spider-Verse. Oh, that it was all right. It was, the animation yeah. was really good, but the story wasn't all there. Same. Yeah, the animation was great. I thought the first one was so much better done. I watched it twice, and I fell asleep the second time. The yeah. animation is, like, too much, I think. they went too. It's insane and, like, amazing, mm-hmm. but it's just, like, too much. Yeah. It's too much. Too much. It's not good I'm for your... I'm too old. It's not good for your, your like, your... My retinas. Your op- and op- don't get me wrong. The scene op- at the op- end op- when like all op- the op- all the Spider-Man variations are chasing that was cool. That was cool, but it went on a little bit too long. Yeah. The That's whole like movie an hour was too long. Movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. never say about movies, but that was too long. We we got to the point where they 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 introduced the uh, the what's his fuck Prowler, the oh, the, yeah, the the Miles Morales the, Prowler, the world. and I went, Christ Almighty, how long is this fucking movie yeah, going to be? Thought there was another act. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't realize it was a two parter. Yeah. <laughs> I and feel they're doing like, that new like trend in movies now, like where every movie's like a part uh, one. Is the Hunger the new Hunger? Did you see the trailer for the new Hunger Games? Yeah, before it that, looks looks, good. that looks cool. Doesn't it it? Does Even cool Mission cool. Impossible, they're like on eleven now, and they're Patrick like Patrick walked out of the theaters. He said, "I don't want to. Get, I don't want it spoiled." I don't Mission want Impossible? Mission Impossible spoiled because the whole point it's of the Mission movie Impossible. is the plot. Spectacle. Who gives a fuck about the plot? It's all the spectacle. Uh, I don't want to show they, all the spectacle in the trailer. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I, I want to see watching movie. those movies. Yeah, me yeah too. but there's the too many of them. So good. Fast and Furious is great though. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit. Fast and Furious is so much better than yeah. Mission Impossible. Not true. Very They're, true. Mission Impossible is at least well made. Yeah, so is Fast and Furious. Sometimes. No, it's not. Sometimes. Well, five. Mission Impossible is just Tom Cruise getting older and older, climbing mountains and running motorcycles Have off you, a cliff. Are you watching the, this the is recent a ones? Episode. I don't even love them. I'm so sorry. Y'all. I don't even love them. They're like four star movies, what? but they're good movies. I don't even love them. They're movies. four star. That is a. That's a. I love movies. That I've I honestly never movies. watched a full Mission Impossible film. I watched the first. I'm just oh, you fucking shit! shit. I'm you just fucking shit! shit. <laughs> you limp dick! Go fucking bake a potato! I am. Wow! Go roll I got a potato. Strong ten minute out on this potato. So. There was another rabbit hole we all went down recently of uh, the, the the filmography of Matt Johnson. Hell yeah. We want to talk about that a little bit. So the dude has three movies. Mission Impossible Fallout has a really good <laughs> Oh my god. Where he reloads on. his arms. Yeah. Two was John Woo. Three was fucking J.J. Abrams. Four What's wrong with J.J. Abrams? Four was Brad Bird. I don't really like J.J. Uh, Abrams, but I love Brad Bird's entry. Four is my favorite. I think I've seen four. That's where he climbs up the side of the building. Yeah. I watched it just because it was a Brad Bird movie. Yeah, it's classic. Yeah. It's a, it's it's an incredible sequence. Yeah. The escalation of stakes in that sequence is I thought bitch about him. I've only seen the first three, and I liked all of them. I just stopped watching. <laughs> We just like you talking missed, shit. <laughs> you've only seen the worst three in the, the franchise. The third one was awesome. The one sucked. We just enjoy talking shit. You one guys, sucked. Two one was, does not suck. Yeah. One is Brian De Palma. One sucked. Fine, I'll put the fucking mic down. <laughs> <laughs> We're both looking like. All right, so we fell down a rabbit hole. Matt Johnson. Matt Johnson. Dude has three movies. He has The Dirties, which was his first mm-hmm. featurely film. Then Operation Avalanche. Yes. And then his newest it. movie, Blackberry. Mm-hmm. And uh, do we want to start with how 
we each who came in contact with him first and how and then you guys watching the dirties because i woke yeah, up one morning I watched the dirties, like, when it came out the, rj watched the dirties 10 years ago yeah, 10 did years, you really yeah when oh, i was out of high yeah. school it was on like some random youtubers like best movie of the year i checked that out and i was like this is awesome and i never thought about it until like what is the dirties when i read it <laughs> yeah and then you told me about uh, RJ told me about Blackberry, yeah. and I was like, I, no part of me wants to watch a movie yeah, about no. a phone. Yeah, I didn't either, but then I saw that he directed. I was like, oh yeah, the dirty's ruled. And then he also has the infamous Wii Shop Channel video that what? is just burned into my head. I'll play it on the video. Oh, oh, and I gotta yeah, say, I, I wasn't caring. I didn't care about Blackberry. I thought it sounded boring. Mm-hmm. And then you, we, you guys decided to watch Operation Avalanche one evening, and I was like, whatever, I'll watch it. Yeah, and you were not and into it, it at first. Yeah, you're yeah, like I half watching it. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't really into you're, it, but yeah, then like even just, at the end, I was like, that was okay. But then it just kind of stuck with me. Like I kept yeah, thinking about good. it. That's very cool. And then I watched Blackberry. I feel like we shouldn't movie. ruin these movies just because people who listen might not watch them. Yeah, and they're really worth watching. Like you can watch Operation Avalanche for free on YouTube. Yeah, you can watch all watch of them. If, if and the Dirties is on Amazon Prime. I think Blackberry's not. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, we just never mind. Blackberry is literally like probably one of my top movies that came out this year. Yeah. Did not expect it's it there. to be that good, and it was so so good. Especially the first two. Acts. Just the shots. He he loves shots that makes it look like a voyeurism kind of sort of yeah. like a shot through trees or a shot through a window or something like yeah. that. And it's something that I really like. Uh, that I really liked in Blackberry. All of Matt Johnson's movies up until Blackberry. Yeah, is they're they're all shot found footage. Style. And I forgot that. Me and Michael were watching. He's like. Is this a found footage movie, or is this like yeah, supposed to be yeah. a documentary? Yeah, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then there's this, you know, they're all all the characters reference the camera. Yeah, they all look at the camera, and then there's mm-hmm. a shot at the beginning of Blackberry where you don't really know at first what what we're what we're looking at, uh, what kind of movie this is, um, and then uh, Glenn Howerton's character. <laughs> yeah pulls into his work and he turns and he looks directly at the camera and you go oh okay yeah that tripped me out when i watched it the first time yeah and then then it's a, then they cut to a reverse and it's a pov of him and like the executives or something yeah, walking he, in the building he's yeah. looking at the executives yeah and so it's it's like matt johnson making a little joke for yeah, his like, fans yeah. it's like it's kind of it's kind of brilliant i it's love awesome. it awesome yep um go ahead I forgot what. So we lost some footage. We talked about. I don't know what was captured, what was not. So we can start with the Dirties. Yeah, the Dirties is a fantastic. I loved it. That was actually the last of his movies I watched. I started out. I watched Operation Avalanche with you guys, and I wasn't a fan of hers. I thought it was going to be a boring like mockumentary about the faking the moon landing. Sounds awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. But it ended up like I don't know. I, I, after we watched it, I just kept thinking about it. I was like, man, that was really good. Man, that was shot so well. That was I don't know. I just kept. Could not stop thinking about it. Yeah, it's awesome. And the same thing happened to Blackberry. Blackberry, I watched going in. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch a movie about a failed phone. I know. Patrick was like, I was like, do you want to watch Blackberry? I it looked like no. Patrick wanted to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I did. He said, no world do I want to watch Blackberry. Yeah. <laughs> That's I was what like, I was thinking. I was like, I don't want to watch a movie about a failed phone. the school shooter movie first. I was yeah. like, well, you got to watch the school shooter movie first. And so we did. And it was really fucking good. Yeah. And I, I, do you guys mind if I reiterate something that I was saying a minute? Yeah, go, go for it. Um, I really like... I really something I love about Matt Johnson's movies is they all start out as buddy comedies. Yeah. And then they all descend into something a lot lonelier and a lot darker and more a man on his path. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like a lot it's a lot I don't know, it's it, it, uh, there's a lot more nuance to it after like where the characters kind of fall apart, you know, it's uh, the dirties is a uh starts out as a buddy comedy about, about these them guys making a movie. Yeah, yeah, about making a movie and then 
slowly, you know, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like uh, oh, a gender bender. No, what? You don't remember um, that scene in the dirties? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's it's like um, where a, where a person is separated, like emotionally from everybody else, like they're they're made like lonely. What's the word I'm looking for? It's an obvious word. They're segregated from yeah. from from their like. They're, they're, they're like isolated from isolating. Yeah. Yes. that's see. That's such an easy word that I should have <laughs> known. Um, there, he's isolated by being bullied, and it's just a slow descent into madness from this guy who's like screaming, crying out for help in every scene. He's like, "Yo, we should, we should do it for real. Wouldn't that be crazy? Wouldn't Aren't be, I crazy? Aren't I scary? I could Are, be a psychopath. I could you be think a, I'm a psychopath. Do you think I'm a psychopath? Hey, mom, do you think I'm crazy? And she's you like, know? no, sweetie. It's so sad. It's yeah. so harrowing. You're my precious little angel baby. Um, and even and though it's like so extreme, it is relatable in a way. Because when you're growing up, I don't yeah. know if you feel like that sometimes. Yeah. You're like, am I, would, I just insane? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I used to feel no, like yeah, that. I would ask that. I would yeah. ask my mom that. I'm like, am I crazy, mom? Am I, I used to always think I was like broken. It turns out I just have anxiety. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I but all his movies you're right all his all three of his movies kind of do a lot with like buddy like yeah, friend relationships but each one I never noticed that until you just said that but each each of the three movies ends with one of the friends just being lonely just yeah, like being yeah, by themselves yeah. yeah it's 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 I think this is something that I've always thought about movies. Uh, a great way to get people invested and involved in your story is to introduce them with uh, the promise of like humor and like uh, joviality and you know um, uh, characters you really like and Matt Johnson's really created a great formula here with um, developing those kinds of um, uh, relationships with the audience and the and the the characters where you become invested through this buddy this funny uh, lighthearted buddy narrative and it allows him to sink his claws into you to get into the deeper more severe subject matter that he wants to get into later on, like the uh, the the descent into madness and the dirties, the um, political intrigue, and the you know the paranoia in Project or Operation Avalanche, and then um, the horrors of trying to make it in a massive fucking corporation in um, Blackberry, the dis- the disintegration of your morals and your integrity. Mm-hmm that's necessary in becoming such a big um, powerhouse in the, the, the industry. You know what I mean? And all three of his movies do that really well. Like, they kind of pull you in in the first act. Yes. Like, especially, like, if you're a nerd. Because, like, all three of his movies, like, <laughs> oh, they're a lot of, like, nerd shit. Like, nerd Movie movies nerd stuff, yeah, or, yeah. like, video games, stuff like that. Even in Operation Avalanche, where it's not really... Like, it makes sense in Blackberry no, and no in the Dirties. <laughs> in Blackberry and the Dirties, it makes sense. Because Blackberry, it's a bunch of computer nerds yeah. making a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Dirties, they're literally outcasted nerds in school well, they yeah, get bullied so, yeah. Operation Avalanche they like work for like NASA so no, it don't okay. really make sense but there still are it does make sense in that one because part of their Matt Johnson's character is that he doesn't give a fuck about being a CIA agent he just wants to make really good art right. and really good movies and so the fact that he's you know his, his, his office is plastered and these movie posters make sense for that character I, I think and, and it, it I think that, that that's something that I really loved about that movie um was not necessarily just that it's you know this political thriller masked in a found footage comedy buddy comedy you know it's it's a it's also a story about loving filmmaking and like trying to get trying to produce good art you know and 
nobody else wants to produce good art. They just want to get the the end product. And you know, he's I don't know. It's it's very interesting. It's all about a it's all about passion and 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 love of cinema. I don't know. It's it's such a cool fucking movie. I want to watch it again. Yeah, I kind of want to watch. Wouldn't mind watching a couple of them again. Yeah. I uh, think my biggest beef. What? Okay. RJ's got a fucking baked potato. Oh <laughs> yeah. It is it looks damn, delicious. It is caked in sour cream and I think that's a whole stick of butter. A whole stick of butter. That's not melted. It, if you're gonna do it, you do it right. So the way Jesus he shot Christ. these movies. Huh? So the first the dirties, mm-hmm. they they went to a real school yeah, and shot that with this. real students and, and I was listening to an interview, he said, Yeah, they told the students that they're making a movie, but they didn't know who the movie <laughs> was in. Yeah, so they're like weird the scenes where they're talking and like a real kid will just come up and like stare at both of them. Like real shit that happened in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, you fucking weirdo. And then like Operation Avalanche, they would just go to NASA and just film scenes really? without permission. Holy shit. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and I don't know anything about Blackberry. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, there's that one scene in the cafeteria in Dirties where that fucking kid walks up to them and Matt Johnson's trying so hard not to break. Did, did you guys notice, like, he's, like, trying not to laugh? It's yeah. supposed to be this intense scene. There was a couple scenes like that you could tell he was kind of wanting to laugh. Yeah, they, I fucking love he, it. He said he loves getting, like, real people's reactions. Yeah, Because, yeah. like, in Operation Avalanche, they have, like, the NASA guy in the photo room, I think, was just a real guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a regular guy. He, like, wasn't acting. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, it's so cool. It's such, it's so, uh, uh, have you guys ever seen, fuck, what's it called? It's that Robert Forster, uh, Haskell Wexler movie from, like, 67. Fuck. Oh. Um, oh shit uh, Medium Cool have you guys ever seen that I don't yeah. think so uh, I feel like that was a heavy heavy inspiration for Matt Johnson because it's like a combination of, of documentary Matt Johnson I would come and it. squeal yeah. <laughs> um, but continue you had a thought no I was just saying like we talked about it before we lost the stuff but um, the one part of the dirties that I just I wasn't a fan of was that the movie goes and builds up like you know, it's like eventually he's gonna shoot up the school for real. It's not just gonna be a movie anymore because he keeps hinting around to it. Yeah. So the whole movie kind of builds up to that point, and then it kind of happens. Like he starts yeah. shoot actually shooting students with a gun. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, here we go. This it's a final. It's uh, finally happening. It's paying off. And then it ends. It's like two minutes long. See, okay. And that was a problem for you. Well, I mean, uh, the movie was still awesome. It was just I don't know. I. I you, it was kind of like I don't know. Well, well, you're anticlimactic in a way. I think that's fair, but because it does, it, I suppose set up that expectation. Oh, although um, I went into the film knowing that there was going to be a school shooting, and so when the school shooting happens and it's truncated, immediate my initial reaction was also disappointment. I wanted to see more yeah, carnage, more violence, because it hits so hard when he shoots that first student. Like yeah. it hits. But I think that that's, I mean, everybody wants to just see meaningless, gruesome violence. Mm-hmm. And that's really not the point of the movie. The point of the movie is the this relationship between the characters. And while that violent um, release is, is truncated and you don't get to see him shoot up the whole school, go fucking ballistic on, on homeroom or on the gymnasium, you do get the, maybe, and maybe, yeah, maybe it would play better if there's a little bit more carnage, but you do still get... The culmination of his character arc when uh, when he goes in to see Owen. I mean, Owen sees him for who he really has been yeah, this whole time. Yeah, or yeah. It, it, but he hasn't even been hiding that that's who he is. Yeah, he's he's like, he has been like, telling him. He's like, dude, I think I'm a psychopath. Yeah, he's like, we've been talking about this, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, 
it's insane. It's so sad at the end. It's yeah. so beautiful. And especially all the... It has such good buddy comedy things. Yeah. Like the pursuit of happiness, them riding <laughs> on the bike, and yeah, how it yeah. cuts from that immediately to him editing it. He's like, I think this song makes it actually go awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's pretty good. I do love how meta it is. With the, yeah. it, we were, I, I don't remember if this was in this version of the recording or in the last one that was lost. I think we've been talking about it. I know what you're about to say. <laughs> but uh, the, how they're like, they're, we're watching a scene, and then it cuts to them editing the yeah. scene, and they're yeah, talking about it. Operation Avalanche and the Dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love love it it's so fucking good uh it's it's so clear i i love watching filmmakers works where you can see that they have something on their mind that mm. they want to get out right and they and it just keeps recurring in their movies um we were just talking about the nerd shit that appears in the, their movies that is such, all of his movies it is such a weird little thing that he can't stop putting in his movies but i think it's like the pull in that on the audience. walls you know because he obviously he loves, he loves cinema yeah, yeah, of course and he wants to get that across because like interviews he's just a nerd it's in the I first act of each of his movies like he's just like hey i'm a film nerd you know come yeah. with me on this journey and it's awesome it's it's great i love it it's because all it's three of his a, movies in the first 20 minutes i'm pulled in yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm there for sure I, I will say in Blackberry, the first 10 minutes or so, I was like, all right, come on. Come well, on. What about the opening credits? I don't remember the opening credits. Where's like that insane song? It's just like the montage of all the like robot parts and like, like oh, oh yeah, all yeah, the filter yeah. on your part. It has yeah, an no, that's awesome badass. opening. That's fucking Dude, awesome. right when yeah. fucking Jay Burschel, is that his name? Yeah. Right when he like fixed the humming and the thing, and it was that yeah, after dude. that scene, I was like, I'm hooked. I yeah, want to see yeah. the rest of this now. See that that's it's such good come around to at the end. I'm that, not gonna ruin uh, it. Uh, we can't ruin it because people have to watch this movie. I don't think that is that was such an incredible closing. Mm-hmm. Matt Johnson can end the flying fuck out of his movies. Yeah, get real again, man. Oh god, in the ending of of Operation Avalanche. Oh, that's such an amazing bit where he's, you know, this this filmmaker who's made, made the most, the most famous <laughs> fucking in the, world. in the world and he's watching it with an audience. And nobody knows. And nobody knows. Nobody yeah. will ever know that he just made. It's awesome. Oh, it's insane. He's yeah. just like walking down the street and everybody's like glued the shops like with TVs and stuff oh, watching holy it. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's incredible. I love that fucking movie. Almost because it's big potato. <laughs> what? It's almost as good as this baked potato. So out of out of those three movies, like his only three movies, where where do you rank them? I that's fucking super tough. That is hard because they're all great. Yeah, they are. Like they're probably all on a plateau of of Equalness. quality. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I if I had to pick one, I'd pick Operation Avalanche just because I like the like technical the, aspects. Yeah. What about like what, what's your order? Operation Avalanche first. Fuck. Okay, <laughs> I guess I have to go. Just because I'm all about like tight screenwriting and shit, I gotta go Blackberry second. But I love the Dirties. Yeah. I think I don't know, man. That's tough. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I think Blackberry and Dirties is honestly tied for two. Right. Yeah. Mine, I, I love all three, but mine would definitely be Blackberry first, then uh, Operation Avalanche two, and then the Dirties last. Okay, I can I can get behind that. The Dirties is last on both of our lists. Well, the Dirties is first on mine. Hell yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. Just because I like the subject matter. I, you yeah. know, when I was in school, I really wanted to shoot it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you actually have told Those me people in school, I really <laughs> wanted to shoot. No, but I just like the, the buddy aspect, and it has the Pursuit of Happiness remix. It's very cool. Yeah, it's a great fucking That's movie. It's great. I love the scene where he's like trying to make him seem cool, so he just plays like party sounds from a movie. Hell yeah, on yeah, a yeah. Loop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, and the, oh, the, and the, the, the footsteps. Yeah, they're doing Foley. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so fucking funny. I you know, everybody watched those. You know? Everybody. Well, what's your second? Oh, I don't know. Um, Blackberry, probably. 
I feel like Operation Avalanche, the friendship aspect of it was kind of half-baked. Uh, more I don't so, know. I more don't so agree. than the others, in my opinion. Uh, okay, more so than the others, but it's also yeah. the one where that's the least it's the important. Least important. But they still put importance on it. At first, See, I yeah. thought at first, cause they, I thought it hit in Operation Avalanche because they were first like really, really close friends. They were making this movie together. And then just all the stress of it kind of yeah. like drug him apart. Yeah, and, it, and then he walks don't, don't in. Don't spoil it, don't spoil it, don't spoil oh. it. Because everybody has to watch it. Yeah, when the garage door opens, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, that scene, like, really, really. I, and I don't think. I feel like it was more happy because there's a scene where he's like, you got to come with me, man. I miss you. And yeah. I'm like, I feel like it wasn't well, that. That's, well, I, I think it works for me because that is that is quintessential buddy movie narrative. And I love it when movies subvert expectations. Mm. And, like, never in a buddy movie except for this one have I seen that scene. And the guy's like, No. Yeah. Fuck you! You're you're being you're yeah, it's way just too a into job. this. Like yeah. you're ruining my life with your stupid passion. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. I, I guess it's, it's not really more about the buddy thing. It's about him being so passionate. Exactly. About it. yeah. It's 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 all there. Are, there are three movies about a guys pushing their friends away because of their passion, you know, yeah. and because of their jobs or their work or what they're trying to get done. And oh, it's so fucking good. He's such a talented filmmaker. It really is. Fuck. Like after those three movies, like I don't care what he makes, I don't care what the subject matter is, he can make a movie about like the creation of tampons or something, and I'm gonna show. be like, I cannot wait to watch it. He has a t- he has a t- he has a TV show it's called Nirvana, the show of the band. Oh, that doesn't count. That's a that's like a YouTube. No, it's a, t- it's a full TV show. I've never seen it. I've never seen that. Yeah, let me look into that, guys. Keep it up. It's like a the same thing where they go out in public and like film real people. Okay, okay. I'd watch it. that. I love how he stars in all of his movies, too. Yeah, yeah, I was listening to an interview. It's really you want to hear why he said he does Black that? Theory. Yeah, what's up? He said just because in Canada, that's where he's from, there's just not the same talent pool. So he knows he can write a character for himself yeah, yeah. that he can play very well. Yeah. yeah. So he just does that for every movie. <laughs> that's fair. I, I think that's... that's. I mean, okay, I, I've had this discussion with, 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 with folks I know um, that um, especially that when you write your own dialogue, you know, you hear it in your voice and then you hear other people perform it. Right. And it's, they're not in your head, so they don't know. And it sounds like shit because I mean, you know how it's supposed to sound, but they can't know how it's supposed to sound. Um, unless I mean, I guess unless you direct them, unless you're, you know, um, but I think that's 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 very true, and I think that that's another reason that you would cast yourself and yeah. you'd probably cast into. For me, it's different though. When I write dialogue, like I write, I write it with like somebody in mind. Yeah. So I'm writing the dialogue, but it's thinking still of head. that person. Yeah, he said he's like, I can't get good. Yeah, he said I can't consistently get actors. Right. So the person he could write for the best is himself. That's that makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there is a level of. I think every writer, director, actor. Um, is a narcissist to some degree. Writer, director, editor, actor is a narcissist to some degree. I think that's probably an excuse, but it's also a very, very good excuse and an accurate one. They're probably Um, low-budget movies. Yeah, I think it's... I mean, it's very truthful. Uh, Jim Cummings is the same way. That dude's a fucking scary man. I'd much rather be friends with Matt Johnson than Jim Cummings. (laughs) Um, Just also, Jim Cummings has the scariest fucking teeth. They're so straight. I don't know who that man is. Um, I think you guys would like his movies. He did um, Thunder Road. Eh, maybe not Thunder Road, but um, Wolf of Snow Hollow is really fucking good. I, I do actually Wolf have of to Snow take Hollow a shit. Wolf of Snow Hollow is really good. I love the Wolf of Snow Hollow. And he did another movie called The Beta Test more recently that's also quite strong. Not as strong. I think The Wolf of Snow Hollow is his best work. Mm. But it's like it, 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 he's, an, he's pretty inspirational 
in much the same way that Matt Johnson is because he's just like a one man powerhouse of a filmmaker. He's just like, it's like, yeah, you can go to buy, Best Buy and buy all the shit you need. <laughs> fuck you. Who gives a fuck? You're your own fucking screenwriter, director, actor, fucking producer, editor. Who gives a fuck? Do it. Just go do it. You're a pussy if you don't do it. And I love <laughs> it. And he's so scary. We'll have to review his movies next. Definitely. We'll get him on the podcast and we'll just jump him. He might actually come because yeah. he. I've never heard on. of him, so he probably would. He no, I mean he's wow. pretty big. He's in he's in Halloween Kills. I haven't watched it. He do you remember him in Halloween Kills, Mike? Well, who does he play? Uh, he's one of the cops. He's the cop who gets shot in the throat at the beginning. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I think he is. I, I that might is a scary looking man. He's got the mustache. He won't yeah. fucking shave the mustache, and I love that about him. Okay, <laughs> keep speaking. I'm gonna look up a picture of him. I think. Are we I done? Think, are we say, I think we can maybe wrap it All here. Right. So next episode, we're talking about Black Dynamite. Hell yeah, yeah we I are. Doing Black an Audible. All right. oh, I bought it at the Dollar General for $5. On DVD? On DVD. Yeah, ripped off. <laughs> Black Dynamite. I've never seen it before it's to buy. Movie. Look at how handsome he is. This is Jim Cummings. Uh, Let me find a picture of his I'm not gay, so I'm not going to comment on his handsomeness oh okay oh okay people can't be handsome men can't be handsome if you're a straight man oh i get it i yeah, get it that's pretty gay patrick you're gay oh you are you just said he's handsome oh okay, okay Fuck then. You. You, i'm not on the podcast anymore oh he's too gay podcast. to be on our podcast <laughs> <laughs> i've never seen that guy he looks like the dad from modern family <laughs> that <laughs> does absolutely untrue i will fight you on that for every fucking inch Look of my at him. Life. he's setting his his face on a table He's a freak. All right. All right. Until Bye, next y'all. time. Um, Later. Go fuck yourselves. This show sucks. Love you. Love you.